Right now, we would like to welcome actor, talent and a half, Bra Patrick Shai. Bra Pat. Hey, good afresh. I'm, I'm good, brother man. Oh, grand. I know, I know that we can never speak enough about your journey, about your story, and I'm glad that you're always ready to talk about it. You're most welcome. Most welcome, Fresh. In a nutshell, tell us about the violent Patrick Shai. Um, violence against women and children manifests itself in many forms. Yeah. And uh, there are many instances where a myriad of excuses are advanced. Uh, EI, socialization, magic, uh, how men are brought up, and, you know, in, in that. Yeah. That we are brought up to believe we are strong, we are brought up to believe we are the world's greatest gift to women, we are brought up to believe that uh, women are there to serve us, mm. we are brought up to believe that uh, women have no voice, mm. they've got their special place, we are brought up to believe from a cultural space, and now I'm looking beyond the narrative of yes now. I look at the institutions, the culture, the institutions, the patriarchy, the custodians of those institutions, and how these institutions create an enabling environment. EI, when a woman gets married, they must lose their identity, they must get given a new name, they must get a new clan name, they must learn a new language, a new culture, and all of that. Mm. And we have not even begun to look at that as, you know, the, the cultural crimes, that, uh, practices that, that, that enables women to celebrate their loss of identity. Mm. The other issue, afresh uh, uh, and the listeners, is if the country still celebrates in this day and time when we are faced with such serious crimes against women, we celebrate the preservation of the genetics through uh, cultural practices like Ushanga, where we parade our young girls in front of older men for them to pick and choose. And uh, we are happy that my daughter is married or picked up by King so-and-so, Induna so-and-so, as a fifth or seventh or eighth wife. Then it simply means we do not understand the trappings of patriarchy and what it does Mm. to society because we allow certain things to happen. We can point fingers at the blesser syndrome and that is happening now. But at a cultural level, it is done and allowed to continue to, to happen mm. by the entire country. You know, as, you know it's, a, it's a, the right of passage. Mm. And those are the things that, from a Kulumandota perspective, we begin to engage Majita on to say, why does it have to take a woman to take your, 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 your surname for her to be your wife? Mm. Why does it have to go that far? That this woman who carries a child, your child, your seed, for nine months fresh, nine months. And yet when the child is born, the woman does not have the right to name that child because and she has no right to name that child. Mm-hmm. You see, these are bigger things that we have not even begun to talk about uh, that violate Basadi and the system of patriarchy that has violated, that has turned men into these inhuman beings who only will select to speak to an act of violence as and when it happens, uh, especially after 
a femicide has happened. Mm. That's when we amplify ourselves. But we are not looking at how we can break down these institutions. And this is where now like the conversations to be. Because in my campaigns, in my advocacy, I'm beginning to talk to my Chitaka Dilotes. Hey, there's a bigger picture here. We can all talk about how we are socialized. But let us look at those institutions and the enabling factors that allows us to be the animals that we are and allows women to to condone and accept and celebrate the loss of identity. Mm. It's those things that are of key interest to me in the discourse here at gender based Bro, Pat, uh, at a personal yes. level, when you yeah. used to beat up your wife, how did you justify to yourself in your mind? Like when you were alone, uh, just you and your thoughts, how did you justify to yourself? Well, you will remember I've told this story a million times, yes. but it's nevertheless an important story that needs to be told again and again and again. And the power of telling that story for me, <clears throat> I've seen how it changes other men by nearly listening. When I, <clears throat> when I did that... Uh, 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 that um, promo, your brothers for life. Yes, I was amazed at the kind of responses I got uh, fresh. Where there was a section of men who were saying, "Prepared or Why must you stand up and cry? Because you are doing things that men do. Yeah. These women need to be put in their right places. Mm-hmm. But what touched me most was Majitana Prepared. You spoke to me. You spoke about me. You spoke for me. And I don't have the guts to, but you have touched me in a way that I feel what I've been doing is wrong, and I will walk with you, and I will bring you into my space, into my bedroom, into my house, into my relationship. You will speak to my wife because I want to embody the the, the values that you now embody. In terms of justification, there was always a denial with me to say, yeah, it's because she did A, A, B, C, D. Infidelity becomes one of the issues. Insecurity becomes one of the issues. Um, financial mismanagement becomes one. But we've got a leader, and there is no justification. Hence, fresh. I never want to advance why I did it, because then it says to other people that again, we've got always what knowledge, but that not because Patrick Shaiwike. Therefore, I'm also it qualifies me to act on 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 this and and be violent with this person. It's the only way. But what was happening to me? I had conversations with myself while I was blocking the call, which was very strong for me to change. Um, uh, there was this tiny voice that said, Patrick, there is no justification. You are made in the image of God. In fact, uh, Brapant, I think let's hold that thought and we'll come back and find out what it took. What was the turning point in Bra Patrick Shai deciding I'm done beating up my wife? We're in the middle of 16 days of activism um, against violence against women and children and we're asking the question about you and violence. Are you formally angry and violent? What did it take for you to change? Why did you change? Umpile in Rustenburg says, I don't know what made my dad stop with the beatings, but after the birth of my sister is when we started to see a change. That was 10 years ago but he is still emotionally abusive. That is uh, Umpile in Rustenburg. We're also hanging out with actor, talent, Ntate Patrick Shai. Welcome back, Prapat. Hey, Tara, Professor. Prapat, so earlier on, uh, you spoke about how you don't want to necessarily justify to us why you used to beat up your wife because you don't want people hiding behind the same excuses. But what was the turning point for you? 
where you said to yourself, Pat, it's time to change. Yeah, we were shooting the television series Soul City. Yes. In which I featured as a domestic violence perpetrator or abuser. And, and, and while we were filming the actual scene where the beating took place, uh, where Tabang was beating Matakala, something strange happened to, to me, which I came out later and called it my Damascus experience. Mm. Um, and while we're filming, the whole set, Yachincha, I saw myself, the screen wife was my wife, the screen kids were my children, and the dialogue as we played the scene out was the actual violence at home, the things that, that my kids would say, and in my head, everything was playing out in my head. Mm. So there was a transposition in, uh, hey, secretly, I'm caught up in this. Uh, and other people would have called it method acting. But for me, it was not method. You were reliving it. I was reliving it. And, but everything was playing out. And at the end of it, I, just before the scene ended, I snapped out and I shouted, cut, 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 cut. And I walked off and I was never the same. I was in tears. I was shocked at the total horror that I saw. The, the, what the violence, my violence did, the pain, the state of helplessness on the face of my wife. For the first time, I could hear her pleas. In, in that vision, I, I heard my son as one of the screen kids saying to me, Papa, please don't kill mommy. And for the first time, I had that. For the first time, it pained me. And as I walked off set crying, it can't be me. It can't be me. And everyone was asking me, you gave such a brilliant performance. We've never seen you at that level in your performance. I said, no, that person I saw in there, it cannot be me. Mm. And that for me was a turning point first. Because I walked, I drove back home. And in fact, what happened, we couldn't shoot that whole day because I was in a state. I was mm. shocked at that, the horror. That I was that, that 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 was revealed to me, and I just felt maybe God used the same talent that He gave me to to show me. Mm. Then these guys took me to a bar. There was a Banya Nada Barkeria Mului Water Street. Hello. Yeah. No, we're here. We're here. Prepared yeah. for listening. And, yes. And then Majidan Khoyaka the shot after shot after shot by eleven o'clock. We see. I drove home after the short show first. I was as sober as as a church mouse. Mm. Sober, sober, sober. Alcohol could not get to me. My nerves were like up there. And I think that me. I stopped outside. I couldn't gather the strength to learning. I could not face my wife because I felt so I've done it so much harm. Um, mm. I've done the kids so much harm. Um, and I parked the car, and she walked out. It was around about quarter to 12. This year. Mm. And she came to the side window, knocked, and I couldn't, I couldn't even look her in the eyes. And she said, what is it? Did you have a fight at work? And I, all I could say with my face down, I am sorry. I, I am so sorry. And she said, for what? I said, for all the things I've done to you, the beating, the name calling, I am sorry. If only you could allow me to take my jacket, a few things that I want, um, and leave you with the house. The house was paid off at the time because in me, I felt I had done so much harm, so much damage. There was nothing I could do to correct 
to correct, to repair. Mm. I just needed to leave her in. So the only thing I can give you is this peace of mind, this freedom that, that I feel I've denied you. And she said to me, no, come in. I have never experienced any, anyone in my entire life who is as forgiving as my wife. And when the ad came about, okay, the reason why I wanted to change, mm. I then realized when I, when, I, when I first met, I had denied myself through my socialization or believing in the thoughts that were implanted in me and acting them out and, and using them as justification. What all of that system did to me was to deny me the right to be a wonderful human being mm. that allowed me to become a man and the beast that a man can be mm. and, and denied me that opportunity to be this wonderful human being, to be this wonderful husband that my wife saw in this human being who she wanted to make a man out of. Mm. And I was denied, I denied myself of that because of the whole patriarchal teaching, the socialization, it deprived me of the right to be a God-given right to be a father and a friend to my children. Mm. I became this monster that abused that. And I never abused my kids. It was always a fight with my wife. Not a fight, a beating, because there is no way a powerful man can fight a woman. Mm. A woman has no strength to do that. But for me, in my conversations with self, I had these conversations with myself. And there was many points at which I was saying, Patrick, you were right. You were a man. You had to affirm yourself. You had to. You had to correct. You had to. But there was that little voice that said, where is the human being in you? Where is the husband in you? Where is the loving father in you? Where is the friend in you? All of these things, you have them. You were born with them. Now, why do you want to lose them? Hang on to those things. And it is the thing that drove me. And it gave birth to Kulumandota when I started doing public talks to say, this is who I was, this is who I am, this is what I'm grappling with, but this is where I'm going. I'm going there towards being a human being. In fact, uh, Brapat, uh, we're going to ask you about uh, Kulumandota when we come back. Uh, you guys are going to be doing something at Jabulani Mall in a week. Thank you for your honesty, guys. We we appreciate it. And uh, we, we, yeah, thank you for trusting us with your stories keep them coming whatsapp uh, voice note you can sms you can uh, yeah get in touch on zero eight one five double seven double three double three. enough is enough we're calling on all south african men to stand up and say there's no excuse for women abuse three women die every day at the hands of a partner take a moment to reflect by sharing your hashtag 16 seconds of silence video on social media in solidarity with women across the world visit hashtag no to find out how. We're about to wrap up with actor and founder of Kulumandota.org, Bra Patrick Shai. Bra Pat, welcome back. Thank you, my bro. I don't know if you heard uh, the voice notes that we played earlier on. Yeah, yeah. Your quite thoughts? Quite moving, quite disturbing, and some are very inspiring, you know, where the lady speaks of a changed man. But quite disturbing. It's the one that says, you know, violence. It's the arbitrary everything. It's a solution. And which, yeah, which tells us what is another problem. And this is where we need to be focusing and changing that mindset. Mm. Mm. Brapat, you have an event next week. Uh, please tell us about it. How do we get involved? Um, we would. We have an event go, which is the post femicide care program. Yes. Uh, we seek to advance the irreversible consequences that gender-based violence, where children of the victim are left 
parentless. There is nothing worse than a child waking up to no mother. Mm. Uh, fathers are always absent. But for a child to wake up and find mama is no longer there. Uh, so we, w- we will be we've entered into partnerships with a number of malls to plug in the dialogues that gender-based violence and also uh, advocate the, the irreversible uh, 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 consequences that gender-based violence is femicide. Mm. And then second to that is to collect the uh, Christmas hampers in the form of uh, non-perishable food yes. to give to these kids who are now orphans that the extra violence against their parents. Mm. And then uh, we're also requesting people to donate those non-perishable, but also stationary, because a lot of them would not have a mother to buy those things for them, and uh, the school uniforms and all of that. So on the 8th, we'll, we'll set up the camp or, or on the 8th uh, from around about 6 o'clock, so we'll be able to plug in, uh, say, 8, 9 o'clock. Mm. So people who arrive there can just come in and donate whatever it is that they want to do so. Mm. But they can also get in touch with us through our website or get in touch with Lorraine at kuluman.org, who is our stakeholder uh, manager. Uh, it's Lorraine at kuluman.org. And people can then see how they want to relate uh, with us on this good humanitarian cause. It also, um, on the day, we're going to have what we call testimonial theater, accounts by children who have had the misfortune of witnessing their parents being killed. Mm. They will give us a chronological order of things as to what happened, when they fought, what is it they said, because at the moment we don't know. All the perpetrators who are in prison have not come out to tell the truth as to what happened. Mm. And even in the evidence that is garnered, kids are not allowed to, to to go public about that. So this is a platform, and I'm grateful that the police station, they've signed an agreement with Kuluman Dota. So we have a lot of data, uh, data uh, and the families have also agreed to come on board and share so that the advocacy against gender-based violence and the prevention of femicide is amplified and people begin to see Majita Kabelinda for the dialogues, they will see for the first time uh, what violence can produce. Mm. This kid, when they talk to this kid, because when we have the cases of violence, that femicide, uh, when afresh, it's a big story. Karabo is a big story. Mm. But what if Karabo had a child who now doesn't have both a father and a a mother? Uh, That story is never told. This kid may become something else later. So, we have a tweet uh, from Arthur. My question is, why are we ignoring the lady that says she beats up her husband? Is it because it's right or you choose to ignore it? Wow. Arthur, the, the chip on your shoulder plus you and your thinker likes are exactly the problem. All violence is wrong. But the fact that you only uh, pagama when a woman beats up a man is half the problem. Mm. And more than anything, you iterated, reiterated so many times that either you beat up your woman or your woman beats you up or whatever. You made that clear that we're not talking just about male-female violence. It's also all forms of violence. Arthur, please don't call yourself a listener if you're not going to listen because then we go backwards. Selective.